1: back to the call up your go-to podcast on the future stars of major league baseball as always i'm your host arm layton and in today's episode we have some fun interviews with a pair of outfield prospects owen casey with the chicago cubs and zach daniels of the houston astros Both had really good seasons and both have monster upside for slightly different reasons. Zach Daniels is one of the best athletes you will see in the minor leagues, period. And the batting practice show he put on display was ridiculous. Owen Casey, extremely young, was a 19-year-old in high A in the Cubs organization this year and has big-time power potential and really held his own as a young, raw hitter at the high A level. I think it's an example of a vote of confidence that the Cubs have in Casey and in the conversation Conversation I have with him, you can really see how mature he is, how the Cubs really like to work with him. He mentions in the interview that he's going to stay out there in Arizona at the complex the entire offseason to work with the Cubs and continue to get his work in. And there's a lot of things that he's focusing on that I think Cubs fans will very much be excited to hear about as he continues to make his game more well-rounded and Also, I really liked what I heard from him in terms of his approach at the plate. Very simple. He feels really good about his swing. I won't spoil the whole interview, but it really was a great conversation for a kid that you almost forget how young he is, really mature, and you can tell just has a really good idea of who he wants to be as a player and how to lean into that. Then also Zach Daniels. He's one of those guys that you'll be able to tell right away in the interview, as authentic as it gets, just a genuine dude, and uh, just a blast to talk to. If I had more time, if the game wasn't starting, I would have tried to keep him on even longer just because of how insightful he is, but also just such a genuine guy. His display that he put on both when he was shagging, just with the speed in the outfield, and then also the raw power that this guy has. It's easy 70-grade raw power. He hit a couple balls in batting practice that... Honestly, I had to to take a step back and say, wow, this guy can do that? I mean, it was really eye-opening, and it just shows you how much talent there is out there uh, and how many guys are capable of really crazy things if they can put it together. Zach Daniels made a big step in the right direction in terms of putting it all together. There's some swing and miss, but he talks about how he's been able to cut down on that a little bit, how he shook off a slow start last year, and what he's really focusing on moving forward as well. If it all clicks for Zach Daniels, he could be a dynamic, dynamic, and very impactful player. He's in the right organization to continue to develop the right way with the Houston Astros. And he talks a little bit about that as well. Both players are slated to start next season in double A. Obviously, Casey younger, uh, but both very much early in their development in a lot of ways and and have that upside as I mentioned so this fall league is a perfect kind of segue for them to make to bridge that large gap between high A and double I always emphasize the gap between high A and double and that's why I love seeing those players that finish strong in high A uh, that you know you are a little bit wary of how are they going to make that leap from high A to double this is the perfect place for these guys to ease into that a little bit get more reps continue to work on what was you know I guess lean into what was working for them as they talk about in both the interviews, and then kind of keep that momentum going into AA. Great conversation with both of these guys. I'll stagger them back to back, so it'll be right away into the Owen Casey interview, you'll hear a little whoosh sound, and then it'll kick right into Zach Daniels' interview. More episodes coming up over the next couple of days with more interviews and then more of my individual takeaways on many of the players that I saw out there. My first write up is already on justbaseball.com. I'll link it in the podcast description so that you can see and read a little bit about the players who stood out to me and the looks that I got over this past week. But I will also be breaking that down in tomorrow's episode as well as putting out more of these interviews throughout the week as well. Without further delay, here are the interviews with Owen Casey and Zach Daniels. Hope you enjoy. Here with Owen Casey, outfield prospect with the Chicago Cubs. Owen, congrats on a great season. I really wanted to talk to you just about... What you did as a 19-year-old at the high A level, and yeah. you know just how you were able to kind of get
0: acclimated to being one of the younger players at that level, and have the success that you did. Yeah, I mean, at the start it was kind of rough. Um, you know, everyone saw that, but uh, I never lost faith myself. It was, you know, it was a big adjustment, but I was. You know, willing to learn and uh, go about my day to you know make the adjustments and I uh, feel like I did that pretty well after the first month.
1: Kind of have to learn on the fly there. yeah. so for sure. what were some of the things that really made a difference for you as the season went on?
0: Uh, staying in the present, not worrying about the past and the future, just staying in the now really helped me. Mm-hmm. you know uh, if I strike out, I'm gonna have another aB another game. so that's really what I thought about was just staying in the present. And have you ever really, before this, obviously, high
1: school guy, never really played a season nearly that long, having that many at-bats kind of always coming, it feels like they're never-ending. Now you're here in the fall league after the season was yeah. already over. You feel like you always have an opportunity to improve.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, you're going to get the abs, bs and that's what I'm here for, uh, to, you know, get more experience, get better, um, you know to further me, to further my baseball, you know, career and uh, hopefully, you know, carried over into the season.
1: What are some specific things you've been working on in the box? Because, you know, you got big time power yeah. potential, but you're also trying to just get better as an all around hitter. Yeah. How do you balance learning and to tap into that big time power that you flashed several times this year yeah. while also just getting better as a well-rounded hitter, which you also showed an ability
0: to do down the stretch as well? Yeah. I mean, just like honestly trying to put barrel on everything that I can hit, uh, making good decisions and uh, really shrinking zone. And what
1: about like mechanically? Is there anything
0: uh, in the box mechanically? Just timing. Honestly, like if I'm on time, my mechanics should work. Um, And if I'm not, it's obviously when you're not going to hit the ball. But if you're on time, you know, uh, my mechanics should be pretty sound and clean to where I can get to any pretty much pitch I want to.
1: And then defensively, you know, just different reads in the outfield. Ball comes off the bat a little bit different with these guys in high A and professional baseball as well. What's that adjustment been like and how have you been feeling out there?
0: I've been feeling good. You know, the best thing you can do really is just power shag and BP. Uh, and that's honestly how I got better out of this year, you know, getting reads off the bat, uh, first steps, everything like that. But it's definitely been an adjustment, but I've... You know, worked hard enough to where I feel comfortable.
1: And focuses going into, I guess, the rest of this fall league and then going into the offseason before we know it, 2023 season will be around season, yeah. the corner. What are, what are some focuses for you to, to kind of take your game to the next level next year? Because I know a lot of people are excited about what you're
0: capable of. Uh, I really want to get faster. Um, I want to steal my bet. more bags uh, next year, you know, uh, be more consistent with my power uh, and really just honestly drive the ball more.
1: Yeah. And what's a way to get more consistent with that power? Is it, is it a lower half focus? Is it just simply the timing? Is there, what, what are some things that you're looking at specifically to be able to tap
0: into that power? Just timing uh, and being on time for the basketball so I can adjust for the off-speed. Uh, I know the Cubs are going to do a great job this offseason. I'll be here. The whole entire offseason, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah, and uh, it's just going to be a good one because I'm ready to get going, get in the weight room, honestly. Uh, you know, get my speed work in and, honestly, uh, get some good quality swings in.
1: So you feel like your swing, for the most part, is you know kind of where you want it to be. Of course, you're gonna always make small yeah. adjustments and things like that. But for you, you
0: feel like mechanically, you're kind of where you want to be. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like I've really, uh, I haven't refined, but like I've kind of like tweaked a little bit with my swing this year, and I'm in a spot there where I uh, like I feel very comfortable. Yeah.
1: You're with Zach Daniels, prospect in the Astros organization. And Zach, congratulations on an awesome season this past year. I really want to talk about that because you had that learning curve in your first full professional season yes. and then just really broke out in a big way this year. Both
2: power, speed, consistency. What what really clicked for you this past season? Um, well, I did start off a little slow this season. Uh, so it did take me a little bit to get those numbers and everything like that. Um, but consistency just came kind of with simplifying things and learn it, learning myself kind of. Um, Renee Rojas, our hitting coach, we got in the cage and I kind of went down with an injury right kind of right before I kind of got started getting hot and um, it was able so we were able to kind of figure out some things that I did, I thought I knew about my swing, but um, I didn't actually know about it. So just with that extra knowledge um, from him, he's, he's worked with some great hitters, Albert um, Pujols, to be made one. So just learning from him helped me so much.
1: Can you pinpoint maybe one or two of those things that really resonated with you as you started to make that transition?
2: Yeah, um, I would say just into my load, just feeling uh, a launch position from the load. Never, never did I feel like I just could get to a spot and could tell if I was early or late or not, whatnot to make a quicker in-game adjustment. Mm-hmm. So just making that Making a point to just have a, uh, a load that I can have consistently and learn to launch from that position from my leg kick just helped me so much better with learning how to recognize some all speed pitches and stuff like that as well.
1: Yeah, because I feel like you're always going to be one of the most athletic guys on the field every time you're on the field. Do you feel like before you got to the professional ranks, maybe you could get away with a little bit more, you know, get away with maybe not being as perfect because of how athletic
2: you are? Oh, definitely, definitely. I mean, I feel like even with the athleticism I still have now, I still feel like I can definitely still get away with some things. So that's, that's a positive for me, but I shouldn't rely on those things. I should definitely continue to learn my swing, um, continue to get better for, for the next season to come and just keep grinding that way out and not rely on the athleticism because athleticism is just a benefit.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And the power speed combination kind of ties into the athleticism. You had 20 homers, 20 stolen bases. It was, was it 23 and 22 to be exact? You went 2020, which is, which is always awesome to do. Uh, how has the stolen base thing been for you? Is that something that you've always had kind of in your bag? Or is that something that you've really gotten better at as the years have gone
2: um, by? Um, I had it when I was really young. I had it like it was just in my bag. Um, getting into pro ball or getting to college and then getting into pro ball. It's a little bit harder still basis. So you kind of have to pick pitcher's tendencies and stuff like that. So learning from uh, Mike Sandal, or Colin Barber, Um, Our coaching staff, Mike Ramazzotti, they just helped me out and just allowed us to fail and then allowed us to continue to go as well. And that just, that was the biggest thing for me, just having the confidence to run um, again. So that just, that helped with me a lot. Just watched you take BP. There was one
1: swing that really just like stuck in my head. It was the shot to dead center that almost put a hole through the batter's eye. You have that kind of power. But again, you have the speed to be able to chop one into the ground and leg one out. You obviously don't want to make a habit of that. But, you know, is there something with two strikes maybe that you're not trying to get into that that big power as much? Or are you always trying to do damage? Uh, yeah. you know, how is that approach maybe adjusted? Or is that something that I would just love to hear how you approach that?
2: Yeah, um, I guess with two strikes, kind of when I started getting hot, it was just more of just putting the ball in play, really. Um, utilize my speed, use it as a benefit for me. Um, I'm a guy who kind of will struggle with contact at times, so just putting the ball in play and letting things happen. I mean, my first hit in the fall league was a swing and bunt. together. so they, just count. Put, just, they count the same way in the book. Yeah. Um, just putting the ball in play is my main thing. If I can put the ball in play, hit it hard, good things can happen.
1: The Fall League is obviously just a great opportunity to get more reps. What's been your focus in the Fall League, building off
2: of the momentum that you generated last year or yeah. this past season? Um, biggest thing for me was just, just to continue to continue what I had learned from the season into the Fall League and just continue that path the route and just stay consistent with it um, and then still learn some things as well because we're playing some great guys great pitching some great hitters on both sides just learning from those guys as well
1: how about getting your reads with the way the ball flies out here has that been a, a fun challenge for you? Because you're going to play in all different kinds yeah. of environments at the big league level, yeah. of course. And the ball is going to fly. How different has that been? And, and is it true with how much the ball really does carry here? The ball
2: definitely does carry a little bit more out here, for sure. Uh, the heat with the elevation, it definitely creates more backspin on the ball. and just lets it just float in the air and keep going, really. Uh, so it's allowed me to kind of just play around and BP with different different techniques and stuff like that. Um, that Cardoza from the Texas Rangers uh, coach is helping with as well. Um, just playing outfield out here, got a lot of space, so it's a lot of fun to be honest. The Astros are literally in it right now in the yeah. ALCS, two wins away from the
1: World Series. They've been there almost every single year, it feels oh, yeah. like, and there's a reason why. They develop and Every prospect I've talked to just talks so highly about what is going on there. You've already hit on that a little bit, but mm-hmm. how much is, how happy are you to be drafted to the Astros organization? And, and what can you speak to about the development and the things that they do for their players?
2: Um, their development is top tier. It speaks for itself. I mean, we may not have the top guys on the pipeline list yeah. or whatever it is, but the guys that we're putting in the big leagues for maybe not even the Astros, they may reach, re- reach the big leagues um, on a different team. They, they perform. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess that just speaks for itself in, in itself. So, just I'm just <laughs> honored and blessed to be a part of the Astros just to allow – because I think it was the best thing for me, to be honest. I talked to my strength coach back in Tennessee about it. Um, and he's been around the game for a long time. Yeah. He was with the Marlins, got a head job with the Cubs. Now he's back with Tennessee. the um, so Astros – They look at the game so analytical, but at the same time with baseball in mind as well, with my power and speed combination, they just allowed me to grow into me, me, but also give me so much information to make me benefit and just continue to grow and get better.
1: Last one for you, because I've been asking everybody this. Who's somebody that you emulate your game after, maybe? Was it somebody with a similar mold with the power-speed combination growing up or maybe even now, someone that you like to look towards to say that's kind of something I'd want to do the the same thing along the lines of.
2: Um, I, I think my game models more after Andrew McCutcheon to be honest. I love that. More, uh, maybe more physical um, than he is, but definitely just the play, just the play style and everything like that. I think that's that's more my calling. That's awesome.
1: I hope you enjoyed those interviews with Owen Casey, the Cubs, and Zach Daniels of the Astros. Two players. Who could develop into very, very exciting players if they continue on the trajectory that they are on? A few more interviews, as you can expect, through the week, including Jackson Merrill of the Padres, Tyler Hardman of the Yankees, and also more longer form interviews over the next couple of weeks. Was able to talk to a lot of different guys that agreed to come on the podcast for a more long form interview. So you can expect a lot more of that, including the Stream Yard. We're bringing back the Stream Yard, hitting breakdowns. Uh, Matt Mervis will be coming on in a couple weeks. to to do a hitting breakdown through his season as well. He's going to walk us through his at-bats and all of that good stuff. Those StreamYard episodes, if you're not familiar, are on YouTube. I play full at bats that I thought were really interesting, good battles against good pitchers through the season. And the player who is on with me will walk us through their approach, what they're thinking, and and how they kind of got through that at bat. You'd be shocked at how good most of these guys recall is. If they don't remember it, sometimes it's really fun to see them, you know, kind of have it come back to them and then talk about what they feel like they did wrong there and or what they did right there as well. So look out for that on our YouTube at Just Baseball Fans. But expect more long form interviews as well on the podcast on the audio form also and some more short form with Merrill Hardman and a few others coming up over the next week or so and those will probably be out in the next couple days more episodes with my just specific individual takeaways as well should be a loaded week or so of call-up episodes Arizona Fall League style as we continue to just put out this content from my week out there as always thank you for listening look forward to talking prospects with you tomorrow